Hello everyone, this is Relationship Hop. My name is Hart and this channel is sponsored by Elava Digital. We do series stories, real life stories about people, life, friends, and I hope you enjoy this journey with me and we can all learn from each other. Remember, you are worthy. And if you like what you listen to, what you hear in here, click subscribe. Thank you. Hello everyone, welcome back to today's episode. Yes, 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 we are diving in into a new episode today. Today, we are going to talk about children. Children, babies, teenagers. Children are the most amazing people to share your life with. They bring you joy, love, laughs, you know, they bring out the child in you. Being a parent is an amazing experience and difficult task, but amazing and enjoyable. There is no books for this. When babies are born, there is not a book that is going to teach you how to be a parent. However, there is books out there, we all know, to help you, guide you. But basically, being a parent is something you learn along the way. But believe me, all the hard work that parents put into their children, invest into their children, is all worthy. But sometimes things don't turn up the way we expect, the way we believe, the way we want with our children. And that can leave many parents broken and disappointed, thinking, what I have done wrong? Where did I fail? And believe me, it's not always, you know, the parents' fault. Children grow, they have their own relationships, and some children, they might not even listen to you, to what you've been teaching them all their lives. And there is nothing you can do about that. You can only try to be the best parent you can be, but... Children have their own mind and they will choose what they want to do, how they want to do it as they grow. So being a parent is a hell of a drive. Knowing the bad way is full of emotions. <laughs> it's a ride full of emotions. Let us put it that way. So today we are going to talk about children relationships, parents and children relationships parents and their relationship with their children. And I really wanted to talk about this because not long back, I had this situation with one of my close, close friends. And I asked her for permission to discuss her story, which she granted to me. So here we go. This is Jojo's story. Jojo is a very good friend of mine and I know her for about 15 years, 16 years and recently she had an issue with her daughter. Basically, she, she's a teenage mom. She, she got pregnant quite early in her years and she did a great job really. Well done Jojo, you have a beautiful family. Her husband is called Joseph 
and her name is Joyo. They both have a beautiful daughter and they are married. Her daughter, Jojo's daughter, her name is Miracle and she's 15 at the moment. And basically, Jojo, she had a hard time raising her daughter because she's not with the dad. She's not with her baby daddy. Basically, she was very young when she had her. She was 16 when she had Miracle. And, you know, this was like, you know, the first love when you are 15, 16 from the school and then things escalate. Anyway, she got pregnant at 16 and she had Miracle when she was 16. Okay. So Miracle's baby dad is involved in her life, but not really. And she moved on, she raised her daughter mostly by herself, but when she was about eight, when, when Miracle was, was about eight years old, she met her husband, um, Yusuf, and they've been married since. I mean, so they've been married about six, seven years, and he been acting as a dad for, for Miracle. He's a very good that figure, man's figure in her life. However, things has changed since he turned maybe 12. Miracle is a beautiful child, very well behaved, but she has a kind of temper that when you tell her off or you tell her, look, this is the timing to get home, she will not listen. Since she turned 12 and started to go to secondary school, she changed quite a bit. And I know, you know, when you are a teenager, there is a lot going on in your life. You are meeting new people. You have external influences, new friends when you go to secondary school. And you are getting to know yourself. You know, teenage years are very delicate years. And I believe that this timing of age is very important for parents to be involved in teenage life so they know what the children are up to and they can guide them accordingly. Miracle started to go to secondary school and when she turned 12, few months through the course, she started smoking. So... Jojo was like, when she was coming from school, she was smelling some cigarettes. And she would ask her, Miracle, do you smoke? She would deny everything. She would be very secretive. So during that timing, Jojo was telling me, oh, I don't know what's going on with my daughter. What can I do? And I'm like, try to talk to her. Because this age is very delicate. And she needs to feel that she can trust you. That she can be a friend of you that you can be more than her mother. Teenagers need to feel that, you know, there is a friend relationship between you and your daughter. Don't get me wrong, you are a father or a mother first, but this timing is so delicate that if your teenage child suspects or feels that they can't trust you, or there is things that they can't tell you, they won't. They won't. And what happens in this scenario, mostly they, they tend to listen or they tend to go for external influences and that's not what you want anyway jojo like i said she did a very good job she was questioning her you know do you smoke 
I smell tobacco here and she would deny no mom in the in the secondary school of people smoke. So probably is the smoke from you know from the school. When we finish the school, there's a small groups gathering and smoking. And Jojo was like, okay, you know, please don't smoke, it's not good for your health. You know, you try to tell your child that, you know, this is not good for your health in the long run, you know. You try to guide them in the right direction, and that's what Jojo was trying to do. However, I must admit that Jojo didn't have much time to be involved in her daughter's life. The reason behind it is because she was very busy building her future, which she couldn't do when she was a teenager because she was looking after her daughter, Miracle. So she was basically studying at the university, raising her daughter, working, and lucky for her, she had a husband at the time. So her husband is really helpful in terms of helping her out with her daughter and building a family together. He really supported her while she was studying. But what happened was the times that she wasn't around, her partner will be. And Miracle will be a bit funny when her stepfather will tell her something or will tell her off in terms of, okay, you're supposed to be home at 8 and it's 8.30. Why are you late? Where have you been? And then he he will question her, obviously, as any parental figure should do. And she wouldn't like it. And she would say things like, oh, you know, you are not my dad anyway. So why you care? And stuff like that. So she was becoming very rude and she was never like that. She was changing and Georgia was very concerned and also was her husband. Anyway, she continued to be dodgy, being late. I mean, when I mean being late, she would come home late. If you tell her, okay, come at 10, she would come at 11. If you tell her, come at 9, she would come at 10. And when you call her past 9 which was the time you told her to come home, she will not pick up her mobile phone. She will just not pick it up or will be switched off. She will switch off her phone or she wouldn't pick up. If her mom is calling her after the time she's supposed to be home and she's not, she will not pick up her phone. Even if her stepdad was calling her, sometimes my friend Jojo will call her dad, her biological dad, to call her and still she will not pick up. So this happened, this behavior started happening from 12 up to 13 and a half, 14. She, she just went out of control. And, you know, it was, it was painful to watch because this is a child who has been always very close to her mother. And as soon as he started secondary school, she changed. And she stopped communicating to to her mom, to Jojo. She wouldn't communicate with her dad, basically, because her dad hasn't been involved in her life very much anyway. So she was a bit resented. She felt some resentment towards her dad, her biological dad. She had a good, I mean, she had and she has still a good relationship with her stepdad. But 
any time that had a step that will try to be firm with her, she will just throw the ball back to him like, okay, you are not my dad, so calm down. So that's her attitude towards Yusuf, who is her stepdad. I mean, I can see she loves Yusuf. She does love Yusuf, but when comes to when it comes to controlling her, I wouldn't even say it's controlling. I mean, all the kids need to have some discipline. So when it comes to discipline, she wouldn't like to hear him say anything to her, and she will have this bitter bitter attitude like you know looking at him like you know what you're talking about you know this rude vibe that so many teenagers have i mean sometimes the hormones can affect you know they are they are more sensitive especially there's a lot of changes happening in your teenage life but i mean i seen kids who are teenagers and they are very well behaved they are disciplined i mean but i must say as well the kids I seen that they are teenagers and very well behaved and disciplined, they have a good relationship with their parents and they are open with their parents. They feel comfortable talking to their parents about anything. So they don't have the need to be doing anything funny because they they have the freedom and the peace of mind that whatever happened to them or whatever they need to discuss they are they are able to because their parents gave them this this opportunity this freedom to communicate freely and say how they feel i must say that jojo in this area she's a bit of old school so she will be like you know i tell you so and you do it so because i say so you know what i mean so she's not that kind of mother who will explain a lot but at the same time she always been close to her daughter. I mean, she had her when she was 16. They always been very close. And they always had a good relationship. I mean, discussing this issue with Jojo and Yusuf as well, we had conversations about her daughter when all this was developing. And obviously, I, I would never expect that her daughter will, will, will fall into what happened next. However, she really tried... To communicate with her but she was missing the time so what i'm trying to say is that jojo tried several times to communicate with her daughter to make her feel that she can speak to her to jojo to her mom however it didn't work very well and jojo was telling me several times that she didn't have the time to be basically being, to be involved in her daughter's life, to be chasing her all the time, asking her how she is, asking her what she's doing. She didn't have the time because she was focused on building a better future for them, which is fair enough. So from 12 years old up to 13 and a half, Miracle and Jojo, they had so many arguments she will be always pushing the limits, breaking home rules, you know, having a nasty attitude. Anyway, one day, Jojo finished uni early. So she finished early. So she thought, okay, I have enough time to go home, chill for a bit, and then go to work. That was her routine. So many times she wouldn't arrive home because of the timing. She would go straight to work. 
So that day, because he had a bit more of time, she went home. Usually, her husband, Yusef, is at home in the evenings, just a bit before Miracle comes out of school. And normally, at that time, because this happened around a year and a half ago, so she was about 13 and a half at the time, so normally, around that time, Jojo will normally arrive home late, like, you know, very late at night or late in the evenings. So this time around, she was happy that she could go home early so she could catch up with her daughter before she goes to bed and she would have more time to spend with her, basically, to find out how she's doing, to talk to her, to be more involved in her life, really. So she was excited to go home. So Jojo was heading home and normally, like I mentioned, her husband would arrive home just a bit before Miracle comes out of school. But this time her husband was not in, Miracle was not in. She thought, okay, let me pop in, relax, wait for them, see them, and then I will go to work and I can spend some time with my family. For her surprise, when she arrives home, she put the key in to open the door. She heard some noise. So she opened the door. And when she walks in, she found her daughter in the living room. And she's like, what the hell? She's supposed to be in the school. So her daughter is in the house with a boy, a 13-year-old boy in the living room. They were both dressed and all. But come on. She went crazy. She started screaming, what is going on? What are you doing? You're supposed to be in the school. And Miracle was like, no, we didn't have the last class today. And she was like, you know, mom, I was going to tell you, but I didn't call you because I knew you were at uni. I didn't want to disturb you. You know what I mean? Kids could be, I mean, kids, teenagers could be very cheeky. However, to cut the story short, she was at home with a boy. So my friend Georgie was like, what is happening here? What is your name? What are you doing here? And he's like, no, I just came quickly to do some homework with her for tomorrow because the last lesson was cancelled. So we thought about catching up with other subjects, other lessons, you know, basically. We chose to do some homework that we had hanging, you know, as a group, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the guy was very polite, but my friend was fuming. So this guy, he looked nervous. He started picking up everything, this little teenager, picking up everything, all his books and all, putting his bag. And then, you know, he left quickly. Within five minutes, that boy was out of there. The way that my friend was staring at him, like, you know, you better go, but without saying it, you know, was kind of protective look for her daughter, kind of, you know, I'm the mom, you better leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she didn't say that to the boy. Her body language did. Anyway, that boy left as quick as a fly. <laughs> Believe me, in less than five minutes, he was out of there. Anyway, my friend had a serious conversation with her daughter, with Miracle. She said to her, look, I've never been against you bringing friends over. That's fine with me. You can bring friends over. We talk about this, but you cannot bring friends over when me or your dad, in this case was her stepdad, Yusef, when me and your dad, we are not at home. So is this something you've been doing lately or is this is something you normally do? 
and she was like no mommy no 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 mommy i don't do this please you always think the worst of me trust me a bit more we just came up to finish some homework you know what i mean teenagers know they know the way out of trouble you know anyway my friend said to her because you did this without my consent you are without phone for a week so she took her phone off from her for a week so miracle didn't like that very much she went crazy she wouldn't talk to her mom miracle wouldn't talk to jojo only the basics like hello good morning bye you know what i mean and when jojo will try to communicate with her she will just shut her down she wouldn't really talk she will answer like yes or no answers or with her head shaking her head right or left when she will say no up and down when she will say yes you know when she will mean yes so this was crazy anyway from this moment onwards things only got worse she will be more distant every time and less talkative and yusuf and jojo really tried to communicate with her but there was no way miracle will open up to them and you know Obviously, it's understandable that Jojo took the phone from her. Come on. You are 13. There is nobody at home. You bring a boy to the house. You say you are studying, basically. So, well. <laughs> I mean, well, come on. I've been a teenager as well. I mean, so... <laughs> a teenager cannot just get away with it like that. But, you know, my friend Jojo did punish her somehow you know and she said to me she believed what she said because at the end of the day they were in the living room talking with the clothes on and all i mean by my mind i'm thinking hmm she's probably doing a bit more than talking anyway <laughs> however now i'm gonna fast forward now we are in the situation where my friend's daughter miracles is out of control She's becoming more distant. She's having more attitude than before. She thinks she knows it all. So, yeah. So, now she turned 15. So, the fights at home, when I'm in fights, arguments, punishments, continue. They continue because, you know, Miracle wants to do whatever she wants. And... In a home, there is rules. You cannot allow your teenagers to do whatever they want. So basically, Miracle did not like to be disciplined, okay? So she was 15 and out of control, <laughs> basically. So my friend, Jojo, and her husband, Yusuf, they really tried to communicate with her so she will open up more to them and they will be able to have a better relationship but she was not really willing to open up she was more secretive as she was growing older so this was not getting any better so my friend Jojo contacted me and we discussed you know Miracle's behavior and I was like, maybe you have to start checking her stuff when she goes to school, checking her room. Maybe you can find out more information about her secretive life. So, I mean, I know it, it might not be completely right to check your teenage 
daughter stuff. But well, if your daughter is not communicating with you, I will do it. I mean, as a parent, you need to do what you can to help your children. So if that involves to search her stuff behind her back, well, let it be. So, I mean, the point here is to find out what is wrong with her and try to to help her before the situation turns up to be unsavable or becomes worse or becomes a tragedy, really. So I did say to her, well, try to check her stuff, you know, observe her more, you know, check her pockets when you put her clothing in the washing machine, quickly do a quick check and check her pockets to see if you find anything that can give you any clue as why she's becoming so secretive. Also, I encourage her to communicate with her, you know, try to keep talking to her, even if she's not willing, just try to do that, you know. I did say to her, find time to spend with her, to do things together, maybe go to the hairdresser, maybe get your nails done together, a bit of pampering together. So do something that she likes doing with her so she might be able to open up more. That's what I say to her. So basically, my friend Jojo was taking everything on board and she did try some of the things that I suggested. So after three weeks of trying the tips I gave her, she called me. So she was trying for three weeks these detective checks. I would call it parental detective checks, which sometimes are necessary. Honestly, if you are listening to me, men, women out there, these detective checks, they can be helpful. And this is something out of desperation when your child is not communicating with you. So why not? Is your child, you are just doing it to help, to make sure you can support her and guide her in the right direction. And in order for parents to do that, we need information. And her daughter, Miracle, was not communicating. So anyway, to cut this story short, my friend Jojo, basically, she called me and said, you won't believe what I found in her pockets. Jojo was in shock. She goes to me, I found condoms in her pockets in her trousers, in her jeans pockets. And I think she forgot to take it out from the from the jeans. And when I was doing the washing, I found the condom. I'm like, what? She goes like, yeah, I can't believe my daughter is being sexually active. What should I do? What I shouldn't do? She went mad. And she was so heartbroken that her daughter wouldn't be able to communicate with her about her life i mean you know i mean i know for some teenagers might not be easy to communicate but also the parents need to help teenagers to make it easier to communicate and if your own child doesn't trust you enough to communicate with you about things that happen in their lives then by the time your child or your teenager is 19 20 you won't know him or her at all. It will be like having your own child, your own daughter or son in your home whom you don't know at all. So, yeah, Jojo was asking me, do you think she's being sexually active? I'm going to talk to her when she gets home. And I was like, well, 
if she's not sexually active, she's thinking of being active. Because otherwise, why would you have a condom in your in your pockets, in your jeans pockets, you know? And, well, I say to her, you need to talk to your daughter. Maybe she's got a boyfriend or something, you know? Anyway, my friend Giorgio, she discussed this issue with her husband and they decided to have a meeting with her. But she kept quiet for a few days before actually talking to her. She observed her a bit more before she had that discussion. And then a few days went by from the condom incident and she chose to sit her daughter with her husband and they asked her like, you know, is there anything you want to talk to us about? Do you have any concerns about anything? Is there anything you would like to know? Anyway, her daughter was just closed up shut down to any form of communication so my friend she was becoming more and more frustrated thinking oh my god my child won't tell me nothing anyway at that point Georgia thought of letting her know that she knew about the condom and she she chose to do so so one day she go home at night she had a bad day her daughter gave her a bit of attitude and they had a big argument. She told her, I know what you've been doing. I saw condoms around. Who do you think you are? Are you having sex now? You should be studying. You should be preparing for your future. Don't make the same mistake I made to become pregnant early. You are the best thing that happened to me. But, you know, it's hard to be a teenage mom. You know what I mean? She tried to talk to her, but she was also angry. So probably there were things that she said she didn't mean because she was angry. And also her daughter, she was a bit upset and she sat down even more after that conversation. She was like, mom, you are inspiring on me. I don't have privacy. I'm going to consider to go and live with my dad. This is too much. I need to breathe. You don't let me breathe. You know, these kind of things she was saying. However, she was 15 at the time. Now she's almost 16. And what happened? What happened since that conversation until now? You won't believe it. Miracle at this stage, she's almost 16. She's pregnant. My friend called me the other day to let me know about two weeks ago to let me know that her daughter is pregnant. And I'm like, what? So this is the story. She's pregnant now. She's about three months pregnant, almost three, month, three months pregnant. And she's almost 16 and she's, she's repeating the same pattern as her mom. I mean, a study says that when you are a teenage mom, you are more likely to have a child who is going to be a teenage parent as well. This is based on studies and facts. However, my friend Jojo did try her best to stop her daughter to repeat the same mistakes that she made. And don't get me wrong, Jojo loves her daughter to death. She will never change half of the world and she will never change what happened in her life because she, she's become a wonderful woman, a successful woman. So she always tells me, if I wasn't a teenage mom, I wouldn't be what I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. 
which is fair enough, is completely understandable. So, but she also expressed to me that she wouldn't want her daughter to be a teenage mom. She didn't want her to struggle as she did, to miss out on her teenage years as she did. So she was disappointed, to be honest, when she told me. And she was telling me that she, she didn't want her daughter to have this baby. I was shocked when she said that because at the end of the day, it's her daughter's decision. But you have to think as well that if her daughter chooses to have this baby, my friend Jojo will have to help her a lot. So I think in her mind, she's thinking, oh my God, don't tell me I'm going to have to raise another child again when I'm starting to enjoy my life and my success. So basically, that's what she really expressed to me. And she she was telling me that she, she want her daughter to, to have an abortion. However, her daughter said she wants to have the, the baby. She wants to keep the baby. So at the moment, they are having some arguments at home. I mean, I know Jojo. I know she's not going to force her. You know, she's not going to force her daughter to do anything she doesn't want. But she's trying to make her see that having a baby is not a joke. It's for life. And trying to make her understand that it's hard to raise a child as a teenage mom. Especially if you are not with the baby daddy. Anyway, I feel I feel bad for my friend because I can see her pain. But to be honest, having a baby is not the worst thing that your teenager can do. There is worse things than this. At the end of the day, having a baby is a blessing. Okay, fair enough. My friend didn't want her daughter to have a baby when she is a teenager, like she did herself. Fair enough. I understand that. I completely understand that. But if you think deeper, there is much more far worse things that your teenage child can do or that can happen to them. So to me, being pregnant at 16 almost, what 15, is not the end of the world. I know my friend is disappointed at this point because she wanted her child to do better than she did. And she's just disappointed. But like I say to Jojo, like I say to her, I'm going to say it again here. Like I say to her, you were a teenage mom and you are successful. So what makes you think that your daughter wouldn't be? What makes you think so? Anyway, I leave this out there for you to think about. And we can discuss this on episode 14th, which will be our discussion time. I'm going to take this opportunity, guys, to let you know that from now on, my episodes are going to be every other Friday at 10 o'clock. So this means I will be back in two weeks time from today. So every other Friday at 10 o'clock. The reason why I have to reduce my time to be able to provide episodes every Friday is due to personal reasons. 
I have new opportunities to embrace. So I'm so excited. And due to limited time, I cannot do every Friday. However, I will be here every other Friday at 10 o'clock. Have a lovely weekend. I hope you will still comment and send me emails with your opinions. And I'm going to give you a message of the week. Talk to your children. Communicate with them. Because you are worthy and they are worthy. Okay? Have a lovely day. And remember, you, you teenage child, everyone around you is worthy. Bye-bye.